It's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey, and our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., and this is news that you can use for, well, Wednesday, February 14th. And isn't love in the air today with your host, me, Ray, the king of love, and my son, Zach, the... Can you be the self-proclaimed king of love? I'm not sure, sure that's how that why works. not. Why not? You know, I've never, I've never said an ill comment about anyone. Every day, the love just pours. Perhaps not. <laughs> you look good today. Let's jump right into it, Dad. Jeep is in trouble. Jeep is in T R O U B L E. Is that with a capital T? That's a capital T. We're going to start today's show off talking about Jeep and then Stellantis. Holy cow. I'm going to link to this in the chat. Please go check it out. Jeep prices have increased a whopping 61% in the past five years. All right. 61%. During that same period of time, Jeep sales are down 34%. Mm. We're going to break down some of the numbers here in just a moment. But, Dad, you think there's a correlation between prices going up 61% percent and sales going down 34 percent yes in in a word yes i think there's a correlation and i think that correlation goes back to the days when stellantis took over um chrysler okay um and it is not often that an executive team can take a niche brand, an American niche brand, okay, that is somewhat well thought of and well destroy it. Because that's basically what they've done in five years. They, they've taken the product, they kept raising the prices of, of the products, and their sales have continually dropped. And why no one at Jeep where Stellantis has said, maybe we've, maybe, maybe, just maybe, we've made some wrong choices along the way. And Dude, that's exactly yeah, what this is. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, there's definitely a correlation. And there's definitely a correlation with when new management came in five years ago and, and single handedly have turned an iconic American brand into something, well, less than that. man. Let's look at some of the numbers and then we're going to focus on Stellantis as a whole. This is Jeep sales over the past, you know, from 2018 to 2023. So you can see here that Jeep almost had a million cars sold back in 2018 and 2023 It's 642,000. So a significant decline in number of vehicles sold over at Jeep. And then if I scroll down here and there's your average transaction price. The average Jeep transaction price in 2018 was $33,954. The average transaction price for a Jeep in 2023 was $54,715. A $21,000 increase in average transaction price at the same time that sales have plummeted. I mean, this is... This will be like a Harvard Business School, you know, Harvard uh, HBR, HBS, whatever the hell you want to call it. Like, they're going to do case studies on this thing, man. This is how to blow up an iconic American uh, company and brand and destroy it. And it's for nothing more than greed. And I have more data that will demonstrate the greed portion of this. And, you know, Jeep was, for the longest period of time, 
as as I stated, an iconic American brand. Um, you know, played a huge role in 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 the military in World War II, uh, Korea conflict. Yep. You know, became became something people wanted to get their hands on. And the reason they wanted to get their hands on it was because it was this this all-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, off-road type vehicle that was reasonably priced, okay? Yep. So with an average transaction price in 2018 of just under $34,000, you could get a four-wheel drive Jeep that you could dress up, do with whatever you want, but it it was affordable to a large percentage of the population. Today, with average transaction prices approaching $55,000, it is affordable to the 17% of the American population who says, yeah, I, 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 I think I could be in the in the market for a new vehicle and I can afford to be in that market. 83% of respondents to, to a survey back in October said new cars are too expensive. I can't get a new car, even if I wanted to. So you take a brand that was, that had mass appeal to yep. those at the lower end of the cost spectrum. And you've now taken it and made it to where it has an appeal to 17% of the market. Yep. Yeah, I, you know, and 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 for Harvard Business School or anyone else to spend a whole lot of time uh, coming up with what the problem is, I'll make it simple for you. They raised the prices too damn high. They took the vehicles and they made them less affordable for the vast majority of people. And Guess what? When you do that, sales go down. It, you know, it doesn't take a genius to figure, you know, and God knows I keep saying I, I am so far from a genius, but it does not take a genius. It could take a moron like me to figure it out <laughs> in a heartbeat. hundred percent that it's, it's, uh, it's astonishing what greed can do. I want to turn our attention to the chat here for just a second. And then I'm going to show you something that I think will blow your mind even more we have from call me jay a, a thoughtful contribution thank you for this i missed yesterday's live mazda centric show wanted to give a shout out to frank for my recent car edge jc lewis mx5 the miata purchase i want to uh, thank you call me jay really really appreciate that i want to remind everyone that if you are in the market to buy a mazda we're talking about jeep today a jeep a chevy product we even have some toyotas coming online right now CarEdge.com. submit your information to our team we'll follow up with you you don't have to go to the dealership anymore to buy a new car. You can see right there from Call Me Jay. He bought a car through Car Edge, and it was great. There's all sorts of success stories over the community forum as well. Spoke to a wonderful woman named Janet yesterday, Dad, trying to help her out. She's literally said, "We need." She said this, okay? She said to me, "You don't advertise enough." And I said, "You should tune into our live show more often." I'm pretty sure I advertise plenty, um, but it really is a great service, and, and encourage everyone to take advantage of that. Dad, back to the data. That is going to blow your mind. Here are before you before you get to that data. Can I just say Jane is one hundred percent right? We don't advertise Janet, enough, Janet. and Janet is one hundred percent right. We don't advertise enough, and I am. I, I've got to tell you, I have to express my disappointment with you, in that you did not approach the venture capitalists and say, "Hey, 
give us $8 million. We want to do a 30-second Super Bowl ad. You know, what the, they would have bought in on that, buddy. Do you have any idea what business would, yeah, we would be buried. Okay. Be buried. <laughs> More buried than we already are, man. It's hard yes. to keep up with it all, but it is really great. And only for new cars, folks. We used to do used cars. We're focusing only on new cars right now. Used cars use our concierge program where they negotiate for you. All right. Jeep Grand Cherokee price inflation broken down by trim. Here's the greed in a nutshell, Dad. Stellantis and Jeep in particular went up market. This is the Grand Cherokee. Look at that, Dad. The highest trim level. Back in 2020, it would run you $56,000, $57,000. Look what happened in 2023, and obviously here in 2024. There's almost an $80,000 Jeep Grand Cherokee option now. So not only have we seen the uh, average prices for the lower trim levels, the Rado and the Limited go up, it's the huge spike in price point at the top trim that are just, it's, it's astonishing. So here's what it looks like for the Grand Cherokee. Let me show you the Wrangler real quick. Look at the Wrangler, man. It used to be that the top of the line Wrangler back in 2020 was a $50,000 Wrangler. It's approaching $100,000 for a top trim Wrangler. Dad. I mean, how, how, who says, who, who green lights this at, at, at a corporate level? Who says we need a 90 some thousand dollar Wrangler? What made the Wrangler popular was that it was inexpensive relative to its peers, relatively inexpensive. And, and to take it from, from its high watermark in 2020 for the top trim of just under $50,000 and to take that up in, in four years to just under $100,000, you need to have your head examined. Whoever green-lighted that. Needs to needs to a get their head out of their ass, okay, and b then go get it examined, you know, and then and then the executives above that person who said, "Good idea, let's keep this going." They need to get rid of them. It, it is. It is. Why do you want to buy a brand, an, an iconic American brand? And take it upon yourself as the executive management team and destroy it. It has been around forever. And yet they are making it less and less affordable. And they are absolutely positively destroying the brand, trying to make it something that it's not. And the sad reality is you have the statistics to back it up. The public isn't buying what it is that they're doing. They're just not. It's insane, man. The moment we actually, because we've talked about car price inflation on this channel before, we've we've conducted the research that shows yes. Stellantis has increased across all their portfolio of brands, the MSRPs. So there's a distinction here between MSRP and average transaction price, but the yes. MSRPs have gone up 51%. I asked Justin on our team if he could break it out by sub-brands. So we're doing this not only for Jeep, but Toyota, and Mazda next, and we'll do it for more and more vehicles, or excuse me, more and more uh, makes in the near future here as well. The 61% increase, and then you look at it at a particular model level, the top trim option got, has gone up 80%. It's insane. It, it absolutely it's like, it's just, it like Maybe if sales weren't going down, you could justify it, but no, sales are down 34%. Ooh. I, I honestly, I mean, I, I sit here and, and, I, and I can't think... Maybe if you go back to Saturn, 
you know, where where a management group decided to undermine a brand. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I yeah, I I just I I I okay. Maybe when 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 Ford decided, okay, we've had enough of Mercury, whatever. But it is it. You I hope this one gets picked up by some other media outlets, man. Like people need to be aware. You shouldn't just normalize a ninety thousand dollar Jeep Wrangler. Don't normalize it because only five years ago, six years ago, that the top trim level was a forty eight thousand dollar Wrangler. Do not normalize ninety thousand dollar Wranglers. You you were not too long ago in in Sedona, Arizona. You and Laura, and you you took a pink Jeep tour. And I guarantee you that pink Jeep that you were in to to do all that off roading that wasn't a hundred grand. Okay, um, it is. It is. It's. It's just. It's not a G wagon for goodness' sake. <laughs> it, it doesn't have that type like of one. appeal. Trying to price it like one, man. Let's oh. come to the chat here, Dad. Some incredibly kind contributions have come in. Robert Ott, thank you for the contribution. Thank it's you, not Robert. a super sticker, Dad, but I think if you don't mind, just a little one. I don't here. mind. You know, yeah, there it is. Super sticker or not? Yeah, I'm. I'm rocking and rolling, baby. And then Robert with another contribution in his comment. Robert, thank you. We really appreciate thank your support of us in the channel. I work at Dana in Toledo making axles for Jeep seven days a week. They're pumping them out like they're res- uh, like they're selling uh, like hotcakes. What gives? I don't know. Are are they selling well in Europe? Is is there a market for them in China? Um, because it's I, not I, domestic. I, we know it's not domestic. I'm going to show even more data. Uh, Stellantis market shares is falling significantly. So and, cars and, are getting sold, but it's not Stellantis products get, you know, getting purchased. I don't get it. Yeah, and we know that they've sold, they're have sold. they selling 300,000 less new Jeeps a year than they were five years ago. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, what are all those axles for, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> from fly chomper fly thank you for thank the contribution uh, of 17 percent who can afford fifty five thousand dollars plus um aren't necessarily jeep people and and yeah i exactly <sighs> all right so let's actually let's parlay this into another 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 conversation tied to Stellantis. we just got the latest data from cox automotive average transaction price on a new ram pickup truck last quarter drum roll please what do you think it was uh, $67,000 higher. No, stop it. Higher. 69,000, $69,000. I'm going to zoom in on it. Give me one second, folks. I'll pull this up on the screen. The average transaction price for the Ram lineup was up 10% year over year to $66,987. The pickup was up 8% to 69,369 dollars. That is that is average transaction price. That is not MSRP. That is even when you factor in dead. I'm going to scroll up in a second here. The insane amount of incentives that Stellantis is now spending. <laughs> this blue line are Ram truck incentives. Oh my Holy goodness. cow, man. They're back. They are back. Um, but the average transaction price is still that. Still almost $70,000 on a Ram pickup truck. And and just, just out of curiosity, and I don't know if we have the statistics available to us instantly (sighs) how were ram sales uh, say in 2023 in comparison to 2022 did they go up or down or were they or were they stagnant 
I, I'm going to guess and believe they went down a little bit. So Stellantis Q4 sales were down 1%. So that's every brand. Let's come okay. in here, Dad. Do, 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 do. Jeep sales actually were up 7% quarter over quarter the whole year. Again, they were down, but they were up quarter a uh, year over year for that quarter. Excuse me. Let's yes. look at here, though. Ram sales were actually up 4%. Okay. I just, I mean, however, that 134,000 units was the lowest level in the last five years for that particular quarter. For comparison, Ram sold a high of more than 190,000 vehicles in 2019. Okay, so they're off 60,000 units. I, I, and, and you and here, and, I, and I'll help them with why an average transaction price of nearly $70,000. You know, it is, these numbers are insane. Insane. It's insane. Insane. I I mean, it, you, let's, you know, plug, I, let's plug that into a payment calculator really quickly because I don't. Oh, I'm having a hard sure, time like wrapping sure. my head around that. Yeah. Give me one second. Um, yeah. No. It's it, it, it gonna. It, it's going to be very high. It, yeah, it'll just. It'll just say. Out. It's just going to say your payment's going to be too high. <laughs> Reconsider what you're what you're thinking about. Yeah. All right, so let's say I'm in the market. Holy cow, this is just so expensive. Whoops. Um, let's say I'm in the market here for this $72,000 2024 Laramie. Only a 289 days supply, so that's yeah, nice. Sure. So let's come all the way down to the payment calculator. It should be, yeah, right here. So my out-the-door price is when I factor in sales tax, dock fee. This is a light dock fee for the state of Florida, but whatever. An out-the-door price. Yeah, well, but but, but let's say, let's. can you adjust the, the selling price? Because we're suggesting a fair price would be 64000 The dealer had it had it marked at, at 60 something thousand. So, so let's but, say but, with taxes and fees and everything, it's seventy. Okay. And then am I getting 8%? Hopefully I'm getting 8%. I mean, that's a $1,400 a month payment over 60 months. Great. What is it for 84? And the rate might let's, go up a tad. Let's try it. A thousand bucks. $1,100 a month for 84 months. I, I, how do people do that? I mean, really, how do people do that? You know, I did. You literally, how much? How much interest are you accruing on that loan over eighty-four months? Well, take here. You know, I'm not. I am self-proclaimed not good at math, which is why I have a calculator on my phone. Yeah, so, you pull that up because I'm also sitting here thinking if I'm the person that bought like the hundred thousand dollar Jeep Grand Wagoneer. You know, it's the so, same thing. So, so, wait, so we, so. We financed seventy thousand dollars, yeah, for eighty-four months, and and we're going to call it eleven hundred dollars a month. Yep, times eighty-four. Yep. So that's twenty-two thousand four hundred dollars in interest because you're paying back ninety-two thousand four hundred dollars for that seventy thousand dollar out the door truck. Over, what's that? Seven years. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. Now, what's that truck worth? Say two years from now. And that and that seventy thousand dollar truck's gonna be worth two years from now fifty? 
Maybe. I think that's, I think that's high. <laughs> Probably. And, and and meanwhile, you know, you still have a balance of $80,000 or so. <laughs> Sounds like a bargain. Dude, it's so scary when we do these shows and we talk about this stuff. It's it's scary because I can't I I just can't fathom people overextending themselves so much. Like the reality of this of what we talk about like hits in in moments like these. Like we talk about auto loan delinquency rate and people going, you know, yes. just going halting on their loans, getting their cars repoed. And then we look at the other side of the equation, which is like the price of these cars, and you know, they're actually not selling. That's what the that's where we started. Yes. It's just sad, man. And 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 you and you start to realize why they're not selling. Um and yet <clears throat> the manufacturers keep building them. And 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 they build them because they sell enough of them that it, it is it is profitable for the manufacturer. Yeah. Might not necessarily be profitable for the dealer on some of these vehicles, but it's profitable for the manufacturer. And until that demand wanes so dramatically that they have to stop building them, uh, they're just going to continue to build. The, yeah. The the there hasn't been a large enough swath of the American public to say, we're mad as hell. We're not going to take it anymore. We're not going to pay that kind of money for vehicles anymore. And when that happens, then perhaps you will see manufacturers react to that. Um, But until that happens, yeah, they're just going to keep building what people seem to be buying. Dad, look at this. Actually, before I show it to you, Guess from you, guess from the chat. What do you think the year-over-year sales change was at Chrysler? You think it went up? You think it went down? And if so, how much? I think it went down probably about 14%. 14%. All right, so yeah. down is correct. 14% is wrong. Any guesses in the chat? I'd be very curious to see if anyone gets close to this. Because what, what I'm about to show you, I just I, I glanced at it and I said, holy, holy cow, I got to pull this up on the screen. Down five percent. Seeing some some guesses here. Down five percent. Down fifteen percent. Thirty percent. Now we're starting to get closer. Dad, what if I told you Chrysler sales were down fifty nine percent? Excuse me. Oh my God! Is is that for the quarter? Chrysler brand sales plummeted by 59% to 10,371 vehicles. That's for the quarter, for the fourth quarter, about a third of what they sold five years ago. Sales of the Pacifica minivan fell 63% to only 8,356 units. Three years ago, Chrysler sold 38,821 of them in the quarter. That, uh, that is, uh, that, that. Holy, holy. I got to mute myself. That's well whole yeah that is insane man jeep prices are up 61 percent. sales are down 34 percent over five years chrysler sales are down 63 <laughs> percent year over year what are they quarter. doing um well it, ju- it just shows how well run an organization that is i feel uh, so validated for the way i run car edge because i and i have no clue what i'm doing i learn every single day but holy cow i don't think i'm doing as bad as stellantis uh, well, if you were, we would have been out of business a long time ago. <laughs> so, so at this point, 
Stellantis has taken an iconic American brand in Jeep and slowed that down to, you know, where it's two thirds of what it used to be. And they've taken um, Walter Chrysler's baby, the Chrysler Corporation, and turned Chrysler sales into um, just like an afterthought. And, yeah. and, you know, and Chrysler's been around for, I don't know, a few decades. Um, that is, that is staggering, man. There's yeah, not that, enough, that, like appropriate words. Like this is, this is corporate malfeasance at the highest level, in my opinion. Like, and at the same time, how do they report quarterly earnings where they make so much money internationally? They must be crushing it because here in yes. the United States, they suck. Yeah. Like there's no other way to say it. There's absolutely no other way to say it. Their performance sucks in the United States, but internationally, Stellantis and their family of brands must be doing really well because they're they treading are. water in the United States. Yes, they they do well in Europe and other parts of the world. Um, and obviously, they don't care how well they do in the United States for whatever reason. I mean, I, I don't know. I, you know, Chrysler was, it was at one time a very innovative brand. Um, when I guess when Walter Chrysler still owned it. Um, and, and today it is, it is literally an afterthought. It is, it, 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 it appears as if it could just become a footnote in a history book yeah. about the automotive industry, um, which is, which is really kind of sad when you think about it. Super sad, man. It's like, yeah. you know, these companies had been, stalwarts have been had been really uh, uh strong players in a, in a market that's massive and, and i'm just i'm just shocked dude and 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 if i'm <laughs> not 8356 pacificas in the fourth quarter of 23 just three years prior in 2020 they sold almost forty thousand. and if i'm and not mistaken the the head of stellantis is the highest paid automotive executive um of of the big three and and by a lot. So, no wonder they fired their North America COO. I well, mean, no, he left. He left on his own to go take that other job. Like, Come on, you know, because because he proved how well that they were doing in North America. That why wouldn't you want him for whatever business you're 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 running? You know, the, <sighs> I bet you he ain't cheap, man. I bet you his salary is nice and high. You know, I I have joked about dealers that I've worked for who when they when they bought new dealerships, it was like they said to the manufacturer, I know you think the store's underperforming now, but believe me, after we get it, we can show you what underperformance looks like. Uh we could we could we could take that to new levels of underperformance. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing at Stellantis. It's like, hey, we bought all these brands and Everybody thinks these brands could do better. We're going to show the world how we can make them do worse and still yeah. make money at it. Wild, uh, man. Absolutely yeah, wild. It really is. Yeah, it really is. All right, folks. So I want to remind you again, if you're in the market to purchase a vehicle, and yes, any of the Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, or Stellantis vehicles, we can help you out with that. Depending on where you're located in the United States, you might have to contribute some for the shipping. We have Mazdas as well that you can purchase directly online from CarEdge.com. And Toyota is coming online right now. So if you are in the market for a Toyota, just let us know which Toyota you are interested in. And we will start working on getting you price quotes 
So you can see what it would cost to get that forerunner in your driveway from CarEdge. Again, you might have to pay some shipping in certain areas of the United States. We have more information about that on the website, as well as when you talk to our team. We're trying, we're doing our best to help Stellantis out, man. I imagine their uh, President's Day promotion is going to be quite strong. We already saw them reduce the MSRPs of Jeep Grand Cherokees. Yes. You've got to imagine that big incentives are in store here for the end of February, because February is already a very slow month in the industry. They're going to have to put money behind these things to actually get them to move. Are they? I know, have to. I, I know the dealers would like to believe they, they are, but are they? they? Have a you have to. Really? Why? They've already sold. Because you, you made the video called What Happens to Unsold New Cars, and I'm pretty yes. sure they all get sold eventually at some yes. price lower than everyone wants. So like, yes. someone's going to have to subsidize this. Yeah, but you know the, the reality is that every one of those vehicles that's sitting in the dealer inventory, as far as Stellantis is concerned, already been sold because yeah, all they are – all they are are wholesalers, okay, yeah. and they wholesaled every one of those vehicles to their to their dealer body. Now it's up to the dealer. It's the dealer's obligation to turn that hunk of metal into cash. Um, yeah. Now the hope is that the manufacturer would would help and assist in some way to encourage the American buying public to consider that product. There's nothing that says that they have to. We've got Dad from Squeegee Kid wondering if we still have a partnership with Hyundai. We do. Again, that is actually another brand that you can now purchase directly on CarEdge.com. We're coming for you, Amazon. I think we're doing a little bit better than y'all are. We just had a Hyundai Santa Fe delivered to a, a customer in New Jersey yesterday. I was on the phone with them, making sure everything went smoothly. And they told us that they referred us to their neighbor, Dad. It's got to make oh, you Oh, look feel, at that. Very nice. Good. Yeah. All right, folks, enjoy your Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow at our normally scheduled time. I already have a few ideas for what we're going to be talking about then. Wow, wow, wow. On the Jeep stuff, check it out, carriage.com slash guides. Pops, I hope you have a good day ahead of you. You look very nice, and I like your beard. Well, thank you. And and for those of you who celebrate the Valentine's Day, um, flowers or chocolates, if you haven't done something already, um, and the uh, greeting card industry would prefer that you attach a greeting card um, to whatever it is that you give your Valentine today. Uh, well thank said, you, everyone, for being here. Um, and, and we'll see you back here tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, with, God knows, more news that you can use from Car Edge.